Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yes, you know where we are. Back chat. We are in Melbourne. Now, it's taken us a little while, but we've finally got a backman in the house, and I'm very excited about it. Not just yet, Nathan. Don't get too excited. Backchat, <laughs> double underscore. Uh, you know where to find us on socials. Backchatpodcast.com.au is where you find all of our gear. You can send us an email at hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Thanks to our supporters, our sponsors, Shelter, Whippersnapper, Margaret River Roasting Co., Blue Bet and, of course, Leadable Cameras, all local West Australian brands there, Brody. I know you'll be happy with that. We have a West Australian local, Backman in the house, Nathan Broad. Hi, mate. Hey, mate. Nathan. Good to see you. Thank you very much for joining us. Now, excited here at Backchat. We made, we made, hopefully you feel at home here. We've got the Richmond scarf for you. West Blue, Australian Blue boy. Blue is one of the sponsors too, I heard. Yes. Through Tommy Sheridan, maybe? No, no, no. just all sorted by here. They're very big fans of Backchat, yeah, actually, right. He's Nathan. a good man, the owner of that. Yeah. Oh, uh, Met him a few times through Tommy. They've actually, we've been trying to clean them out most of the year. Mm. We've got a couple of multis up. Not too many have gone over the line. Now, let's get into it. Greatest sporting achievement. We do this with all of our guests. Now, we know you're a three-time premiership player. We know you've, you've, you've played 100 games for the footy club. A big-time player. A backman. He's kicked one goal in his career. We know all of that. We know what you've done on your football field. We want to know your greatest sporting achievement not on the football field. You play football for a living. Like you're an elite yeah, athlete. Yeah. We, we care, but we don't really care. We want to know what you've done away from the footy field. What's your greatest sporting achievement? Oh, I haven't played much sport, to be honest, apart from cricket and a um, bit of motorcycle when I was younger. But Tell us about motorcycle. Your, what, what sort of cricketer was you? Is, you Surely you won a flag, made a century. Uh, no, no centuries. Open the batting, but no centuries. Oh, so you're not um, a bowler. Keeper. Yeah, keeper. Keeper, yeah. So I uh, didn't get it down bowling. Um, geez, but not much. We, we had a premiership there um, in maybe under 17s. Yes. Um, which was not bad, but geez, there hasn't been much sporting um, highlights really, to be honest. What are you doing on a motorbike? On motorbikes, yeah. That's where I started was on the farm boy. So out in the country, just racing motorcycles till I was about 
oh, maybe 10, 10 or 11 or so. Any um, medals up, 10 yeah, or 11, any sure. medals or trophies up on the wall? Sure, uh, we never had a motorbike story. We had like a halftime Krusty Demons show at Burswood Dome back in the day. There it is. That's and, awesome, uh, absolutely. They had a, um, uh, like a tabletop with shipping container and we were all rocking Pee Wee 50s yeah. and um, get to like almost the top and everyone starts rolling backwards. Bikes weren't powerful <laughs> enough to get up. And so at the bottom of this tabletop, just carnage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so they didn't plan that one too well. They tested up beforehand. Yeah, Krusty yeah. Demons, come down with your bikes, boys, and then... You yeah. couldn't get up the ramp. A little halftime show. <laughs> We're doing a good laugh, everyone. <laughs> That's very good. Okay, Thank I'll that. take that. We'll take yeah. that on board. You, you, if you were racing, you would have won some. No, nah, I don't think I won any. Nah, oh, nah. Come on, been Rudy. doing dirt drags. I won a dirt drag. What's yeah, a dirt drag? Was, um, been doing dirt drags was run by um, oh, one of the motorcycle gangs out there that I used to do. Um, so you just down a straight 1v1. Um, yeah, they had on everything. the dirt? Yeah, on dirt. Yep, yep. So That's good. Yeah, that was good. It used to be called Bindoon Rock. Um, back in the day, which is a big festival out there, but they oh. banned the Bindoon Rock and just kept the dirt drags. I I just have instant reflections of Vin Diesel and Too Fast, Too Furious. Like you never had your car, but it's like in the desert and there's yeah. just cars spinning and dust everywhere, and the boys come out of the bikes. Is that how it goes, basically? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pink slips, <laughs> racing for bikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very good. We'll take that. I think. Now, um, look, look, we. We do use Wikipedia just for a bit of a bit of a look over it, but we like to think that we do more research than that. But I've had a look at your Wikipedia page. It says you're from Woburn. <laughs> I don't reckon you are. Are you from Woburn? No, I'm not from Woburn. So um, I'm from Dongra, which is up at the coast of Western Australia. Um, Jamie Cripps from Dongra? Who's uh, in Dongra? Jago is Dongra. That's Cripps right. is um, Savannah's, I is think. Too, yep. Yeah, so um, the old man just moved to Woburn, which is a town of 11. Um, <laughs> had this little business opportunity um, pop up so he moved there in probably 2016 and then um, obviously Wikipedia chucked it up that I was from Woburn and then premiership in 2017 so I've got everyone doing these articles and saying this this bloke from Woburn the town's only got 11 people they didn't know what it hit it um, but, <laughs> put it on the map yeah, yeah put it on the map it's got a pub a service station in my dad's business so um, there's not much going on there but um, yeah I'm from Dongra what about Woburn. what about uh, the, the town of Dongra then because Dongra's a bit bigger it's not it's more than 11 people and there's Done a couple of nice little uh, sportsman's nights at Dongra, actually. It's very yeah. good community feel, love their sport. What do the people of Dongra think when they see the boy from the kid out of Woburn? <laughs> I don't know if they even know where Woburn is, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, Dongra's where it's at. It's a good little place, yeah, right on the coast. So who do you play for in Dongra uh, growing up as a footy player? What's the? No, nah, I didn't play for Dongra. No, nah, nah. I wasn't. Uh, I moved by then back a bit closer to Perth, yeah. So who did you play for as a junior? Uh, Upper Swan. Upper yep. Swan. Yeah. Yep. What are they? So, the Upper Swan what? The Swans, yeah. Yeah. The Upper so. Swan Swans. Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying. No, I actually don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. Surely that Upper makes swans. sense. The Swans. Uh, yeah, I reckon what, they were. What, yeah, they, yeah. What, what did you wear? Like, what yeah, was we had like the Swan on the V. Yeah. Swans so it'd be the Upper Swan Swans, I'd say. <laughs> no, that's off. Charlie, please confirm that. Upper Does he? I could be wrong. That is outstanding. Yeah. What are we going to? What? Oh, that's very good. Oh, the yellow with the, the black swan. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, black, the duck. black swan. Yeah, yeah. Could have been up. the ducks. Yeah, the upper yeah. swan ducks. <laughs> well, how good's that upper swan? What are we going to call us? Upper swan, upper swan. Ah, swans. Swans. I suppose. Swans. Yeah, good. Very good. So what's what's it like growing up in the broad household? Are you a sporting family? Um, no, nah, no sporting at all. No, nah, only child. Um, old man's just a farmer. Um, and then got into real estate and stuff like that. And mum definitely doesn't have a sporting bone in her. <laughs> She's hopeless. Um, so I don't know yeah, where the sporting came from, but um, only child too, so no siblings there. So is that 
uh, a reason that you don't get picked up as a 17-year-old. We see all these stories, you know, the pathway through the Colts and then um, into draft camp and then everyone gets picked up and away you go. Is that a bit about it, your upbringing? Is it something that you don't take too seriously growing up? Or? Um, no, I loved footy. I started probably like when I was 12, so yeah. um, I had enough opportunity to be good enough to go, but um, I wasn't amazing. I was just a lockdown defender at 18 and um, my lifestyle choices and what I wanted to do in my free time was uh, probably not up to AFL level. So, um, yeah, it deterred a few clubs and stuff. So once I grew up a little bit, um, I was all right. Right next to the R and, uh, Ryan Davis stool, uh, the back right-hand corner of Hippie Club is the Nathan Broad Memorial statue. <laughs> <laughs> had my engagement party there the other week at... Uh, Went down like a lead balloon for the West Coast boys. but So, okay, we're going to touch on it at the end, but let's get right into that. Uh, so you go to Hippie Club for your engagement party, which I've got to fucking say is the most perfect thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. How bloody good. How, I mean, how, do, how do you get that across the line with the missus? Uh, well, she's from Perth as well. We're both from Perth. Um, right. There's a good photo of us. She's got a, like a choker necklace and um, I've got my arm in a sling. It's crook as. Um, back when we were young, whippersnippers at Hippie Club. So we just thought, why not wind the clock back? Um, had no idea if it was still a thing or if it's still pumped. And um, I reckon we rolled in the door at about 9.30 and we were the first Early. people there. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> shit, we fucked up here. <laughs> it's not a thing anymore. And I had a few boys stay back after we played West Coast. So they were just looking around going, fucking hell, this is a, this is dive. It's no grim. good. Yeah, very grim. And then um hour later, it was heaven. Well, yeah. we, so we all saw the photos of you. Yeah, she party packed. Because they were in the paper with the West Coast <laughs> boys front and centre. I've got to ask, so... Look, the way I read it from externally, I obviously know, you know, got a lot of contacts at West Coast, none at Richmond. From the West Coast side of things, you know, they, they you know, were trying to do the right thing by the pandemic and co- whatever. I don't, I don't really want to talk about that, but they were effectively told not to go. From the Richmond side of things, it was, you know, an engagement party. So I assume everyone knew at Richmond that you guys were going down to the hippie club. Yeah, yeah. Well, we obviously played West Coast yeah. and then um, we had an eight or nine day break. So, um, we spoke to the club saying, oh, I'm going to have my engagement party. Do you mind if like boys stay back? And they're like, go for it. Unreal connection piece. Um, you know, we haven't been able to connect with COVID. Um, amazing. We love it. So, yeah, I think we had about six or seven boys stay back. And, um, yeah, it was pretty funny when, when it all went down with media calling Richmond, like trying to get us in trouble. And Richmond, like, it's fine. Like, <laughs> get, yeah, leave us alone. Yeah. So, so do you have to go? Did you ask about Hippie Club specifically or did you did you just say we're going to have the engagement party and then? No, like I said, we're going like this Hippie Club bar thing and all that. <laughs> no, that and, um, sounds good. Yeah, went to Mandoon Winery before that. Um, yeah, had a few beers out there, got a party bus in and, um, yeah, it was. <laughs> It was all happening. It was all go. If any uh, West Coast, I know a few West Coast boys do listen to this show. They will be just sitting there, just shaking their heads. You got the winery tour into a party bus, into the best night of your life at Hippie Club. They've just come down for a couple of quiet beers down at the Hippie Club and been turned into one of the all-time shit shows we've seen on the West Coast. Uh, if we sort of like expand it out more as Richmond Footy Club, I actually, um, I know you don't give a shit, but I wrote an article on the whole thing and saying that it was interesting how both clubs handled it. You know, given you guys have got the tick off, I think it was different. But I use the example in the hub. Um, if you remember, a couple of lads of yours got in trouble. They were out. They got in a fight. Um, they got sent home. Um, it looked from afar, Richmond, um, you're a caring footy club. Like, yeah, is that would that be fair to say? You look after the, you know. You love your players, love each other, and yes, you can make mistakes and learn from it, but above all, yeah, look yeah. after each other. Well, yeah, it's good. They just, they just treat us like adults, which is what we are. Um, and then, like, there's rules there, but no, like, concrete rules. So um, we don't have, like, drinking bans and all that stuff. Obviously, it's just you don't drink on a six-day break, but 
even a beer after the game on a six-day break, we still do that together. We have one or two beers and then, you know, we head home, um, stuff like that. And players respect that so they don't want to go outside the rules because we have it so good. Yeah. Um, and then if you do go outside the rules, which a couple of boys did in the hub, yeah. like there's punishments there, but you cop your punishment, but the club still wraps their arms around you. And that's what they did. Like both boys stayed at Richmond. Um, their contracts were never in jeopardy or anything. They just learned and then they grew from it. Um, everyone makes mistakes. Mm. But um, no, I think the balance that Richmond has is, yeah, really good. You just treat like an adult when we treat the rules with respect. Um, it goes both ways, I think. Yeah, and it's bred success, which is probably the most important thing. Yeah, well, that's what we figured out in our time. Like on paper, we might not have the best team sometimes, but I think it's the clubs that can connect the best. Yeah, mm. is what, especially during COVID. 100%. It's funny you say treat like adults because from from the outside looking in, it looked like the Eagles treated the players sort of like they're like telling off their kids a little mm. bit. So yeah. it was a different approach to that whole yeah, club. Yeah, I think some clubs can maybe – I'm not saying Eagles did, but some clubs can really – throw their players under the bus um, and, and all that stuff. But I think what Richmond does really well is, you know, they from the inside we might deal with them, but we don't put that on the outside. You know, we don't hang them out to dry kind of thing. Not saying West Coast, that's what they yeah. did. But, um, yeah, that's what, what, what Richmond's good is at. That, is, that, is that player driven? Like is it like sort of, you know, culture that's set from the, from the top, but then the is it player driven in, through your leadership group and then yeah. guys underneath that? Yeah, we met up with our Melbourne Storm's leadership group and discussed them because, you know, they, they had a fair bit of off-field drama going and yep. um, we just bounced back ideas back and forth and they said that almost no, nothing ever makes it to the coach, like ever. It always just gets to the leadership group and the captain and it's resolved um, there. So we thought that was amazing and that's what we try and implement, um, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, Koch uh, has been captain. Uh, Nan Curvis now captain. Who, yep. Who's the leadership group over this last you know five, six, seven years of success? Um, well, we had yeah, Kochi, Rewalt, um, Grimes, yep. Edwards. Um, was Rance in the leadership group before he stepped away? Yeah, he was yep. there. He was there as well. Yep. Um, Asprey. Yep. Um, and a lot then, of a lot of backmen mm. in there. I tell you. What. Yeah, yeah. Well, you need the backs. Yeah, Correct. they're good. And then we've had a few go. Now we got co-captains. Um, so we've got like Grimesy, Nank, Baker. Um, Koch just kind of floats in and out yep. um, and Marlon Pickett's in there um, and a couple other boys, yeah. Then we have like a subgroup below that. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's good. I think how it does, structure as well. How does that work from a player's perspective having co-captains? Is there like one that you go to more or like, you know, is certain personalities are, are treated differently by the different captains? Yeah, I think it works really well. Like they, they do it 50-50, like coin toss, speeches, all that stuff. Yeah, like the, no one ever is taking like more leadership than the other um, and they play to their strengths too like Toby's not a massive talker um, and all that stuff but out on the field he's just an absolute brute um, so yeah so they yeah they play to their strengths really well but I'm, I'm loving the co-captaincy like Kochi was amazing but um, yeah the co-captaincy is working really well um, who has the best record flipping the coin then if they're doing 50-50 do you know oh, I don't keep my eye on it too much but the last couple Nanks won uh, we don't win them very often really no, we're, we're shocking we're shit the old coin flip <laughs> <laughs> we'd be no good at two up someone someone needs to take, do some stats if you win the cost Swamp's got it sure. yeah 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 Charlie you can write that down get it to Swamp uh, if you win the toss, do you win the game? That, now that <laughs> bit of vision to watch through there. Um, so you, you drafted, you, know, you come out of Swan Districts, play some footy there. Uh, you get drafted as a mature age recruit, pick 67. Mm, third uh, last, yeah, the, yeah. Were you? Yeah, third last, 2015 yeah. draft. Yep. Um, does that mean anything to you? Are you just happy to get on a list? What, what do you... Did, you, yeah, did yeah. you think you were going to get picked up? No, nah, not at all. No, nah, no. Nah. I thought rookie at best. Um, right. And then I've, my parents are divorced, so we just met at the casino in Perth <laughs> and just watched the draft, but like no no intentions. And then um, 
I remember someone around, oh, men and gold went to pick before me. Um, so, like, we were walking out, leaving, and I just, like, stopped, and I was like, oh, well done, fucking oath. Um, men and gold just got drafted, and then we are walking out, and my name got called, and just, like, looked back and just, like, could not believe it, and, yeah, had, had no clue Richmond would have picked me up. Um, yeah, I met him, like, for five, ten minutes quickly when I got back from Bali. <laughs> got stuck in Bali because of the volcano. <laughs> oh, right. In my draft year. Yeah, yeah. So I was stuck there too. Yeah, it was I, a nightmare. I got married in Hawaii and went to Bali for the honeymoon. I got stuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was 2015, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, So I was stuck there for about three weeks trying, trying to get back ready for the draft. <laughs> Were you trying to get back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So oh, I'm stuck. Um, what, at what pick did you have in your mind that you were going to leave? Like, if you're like, oh, I'm not picked by this certain time. Because you, I mean, you were about to leave one pick before. Like, did you yeah. keep going, oh, one more? Like, oh, oh. oh, to be honest, I thought I was no chance in the national. My parents just wanted to do it. Um, they wanted me to go. So we just kind of went with my parents, no no friends or anything really. And then, um, yeah, there was no intentions. Rookie at best. Like, a couple of clubs said, like, we're probably going to try and take you in the rookie. Um, but that was it. Like, Richmond didn't even... Didn't even say that. Was it on a Saturday? Did you hit a, head to Hippie Club after you got picked up? Uh, I can't remember what it did. No, they, they had me on the next flight, I think. Yeah, uh, it was pretty quick. Okay. Yeah, so only uh-huh. Hippie till two then. <laughs> 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 oh, that's very good. So 2016, your first year. Don't play too much in the first part, but your debut in 2016. Yeah. Um, were you a late call-up? Were you yeah. at and came? So did, you, did your family get to be there? No, nah, I was having brekkie um, out out with um, a few of the VFL boys who were playing VFL and um, Dimmer called me he's like don't panic um, you're probably going to be late to the warm up or whatever um, Jake Batchelor's pulled out um, with a sore back and we want you to come play because um, I was like an emergency but we only take one one to the ground or whatever and I wasn't one of them and it was, so it was like a back for back so I was like oh fucking hell shit so, so what time so <laughs> yeah. you're playing at a two uh, yeah two. it was like a two o'clock game at the um, Eddie had Marvel oh uh, no sorry at the G day and game and this is Brisbane. like a 11 o'clock dimmer rings yeah 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 like probably I probably got there maybe half an hour after the other boys would have got there maybe <laughs> um, but yeah it was pretty but it was probably the best way to do it to be honest didn't have time to think about it um, it was unfortunate my family couldn't be there but yeah, yeah I didn't have time to really think about it just rolled in and straight out and off we went did you have to go home yeah. get your boots no nah, because I was getting ready and all that stuff because VFL was playing or something was happened so um, I think I just shot into the club and got my stuff and then literally walked straight across so it was pretty easy unreal yeah. how good nah. was that for a first game just yeah like, oh, I'll just play AFL then I suppose just <laughs> roll in how'd you go Do you remember Went okay it? it wasn't too bad yeah like it's just nothing amazing but yeah held my spot for the following week and then got the ass. what's he like as a coach Damien Hardwick good yeah changed a lot like um He's even said it in the media like he was pretty hard and all this stuff early days and he went to this um, leadership thing in America or whatever. And, Is that the sort um, of at the end of 2016? So yeah, yeah, I think a few people year. have done it. Like Stuart Hughes done it, um, a couple others, and yeah, it really changed him. He came back a different, like completely different person. Really? Um, yeah, How? yeah. How? Just like more like um, opening himself, like vulnerable, yeah, like himself. Um, and then, yeah, he would tell stories and stuff and open up to players and a bit more caring and stuff as well. He thought... Originally he had to be you know this hard coach and all this stuff, but realised that that wasn't the way, and hmm. um, a lot changed um, from 2016 to 2017. Like a lot changed well, around the club. 2016, you know, the, you know, the media comes knocking, which is ridiculous. But mm. uh, for his job, yeah, you know, he almost lost his his job as the coach, mm. and he goes on to be a three-time premiership coach, potentially more. Um, you know, given that you've been along for that journey, like does that. Um, uh, I don't know how do, you, how, do you, how do you sort of reflect on that given that he's been able to coach the group to yeah yeah well, when you like when shit's going real bad like it's so hard to you know want to have fun and take the piss because you're losing so much yeah. so it's hard to get yourself out of that rut 
and we had like fuck it sounds outrageous now we had like can't use the lift so sign on the lift you're not allowed to use the lift take the stairs um do 20 minutes of touch before you can play table tennis and like all these like things to to do before you could like have fun and um we just went like he went on this course and then the whole club just went fuck it we're having fun like let's enjoy it let's train hard have fun and enjoy each other's company um and we just became this like one big club we had no segregate groups like there wasn't you know some blokes doing this some blokes doing that we just became like one club um and enjoyed it and had fun and um yeah it's just been the turning point i reckon it seems like a hard thing to do like click yeah your, click hard. your fingers and do that oh it's so hard like, and you can't like some of these teams that are on the bottom now like you can't just tell them like oh go and have fun because <laughs> yeah you know like it's not that easy and <laughs> like it it might look shocking too because like you you're losing so sometimes you think we need to work harder but like sometimes is working harder actually going to benefit you yeah um so yeah yeah. Like, so was that something that was like announced when you know at the start of the season, like guys were, were changing everything, or was it yeah. just sort of like slowly like you nah, realised we it was changed different? it. It started with Dimmer and Koch. They um got up and really opened up vulnerability. Um, we got some new people in in that mind space and in, in that area. Um, and then yeah, people just started getting more vulnerable and um all this stuff and sharing stories. And then we did a few um things we've done like Triple H, which is hardship, um hero and highlight. So we did that through the preseason, um, which was yeah amazing. Like people really opened up, and that's yeah things that we keep close to our chest now. But um, yeah, things like that just really made us know people on a deeper level. And then there's that extra care there for them. Then people yeah. in the media and externally, um, I think around that time saw Jack Higgins uh, in in the middle of the group. It might have been 19. Yeah. You know, um, told it clearly told a joke. Yeah, and all you boys are standing around pissing yourselves laughing. Yeah. as a player, I kind of I could see. Well, it was it was the enjoyment factor, but a lot of people, you know, are they taking it serious enough? Yeah, are uh, they ready to play? Yeah, and all this stuff. Yeah, and that's yeah. what that is, right? Yeah, hundred like, percent. Like it's a stressful game as it is, and you had a crowd in there and selection and all this stuff. It's a pretty stressful game. Mm. Um, so yeah, we train flat out. The boys train so hard, but then sometimes you need laughter or break the ice, and that's what yeah, Higo was doing back then. Twelfth game playing a premiership. Like, <laughs> you're thinking it's not that hard, is it, boys? Twelfth <laughs> yeah, game. It's, it was madness. Yeah, I was injured for the first ten. Did my shoulder uh, week before round one, and then yeah, AC, AC. Yep, yep, yep. And then played a few VFL and just um, came in like just basher back end someone and gets four week suspension. And Basher's never been suspended in his life, so yeah. just the right time, right place, um, freak situation with Basher. And then they trialed a few blokes, and then um, I was the third bloke to get trialed, and it just it just worked. So yeah. did Basher play in the Premiership in twenty seventeen? Yeah, he came, came back. back. Um, I think we went with like a four four keys, three smalls, or the other way around, or something. And then, and then we changed to the opposite way, four and three, or whatever it was. I can't remember. It was yeah. Four you, keys, and then I went. I cut clanned as a um, hybrid. You're, yeah, yeah, you're you're in the middle, right? You can yeah. play tall, small. Yeah. So um, I think um, one of our smalls went out, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, um, so that game there, that's the power stance from Adelaide. Yeah. The grand final. Um, the whatever that thing is. What, did, did you boys? Did you boys know about that? I mean, it was, it was in the media a lot. Did you speak yeah. about that? Was that a thing? Oh, or was it we had a bit of a giggle when it was out there, like watching them standing across from and seeing it. It looked pretty funny a bit. Like I didn't know what was going on. If you were going for an enjoyment level, like yeah. instead of you know the you know face off, yeah. you boys would have been standing there having yeah. a laugh. Yeah, well, you look at our team photo and everyone's got a smile. Um, Dimmer brought that up. Um, I think after the granny, if you just look at the team photo, of 2017 pregame, everyone's got a massive smile on their face and happy as, and yeah, huh. it was yeah pretty funny to look across and see it. <laughs> um, so you win that flag, uh, you're a premier, 12 games in. Um, 
is there is there anything that changes for you? Like, do you, or are you just too young to you personally yeah, realize yeah. what's going on? In, you know, young in the game. Like, it was just a blur. Yeah, like too young to realize what had happened. Um, even like now, with fortune to have three, it still doesn't feel like oh, like I'm a three time premiership player. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. The group doesn't change. Everything stays the same, and. Um, the coaches stay the same. It's just, yeah, pretty normal to be honest. But I think when the career's over, it'll be something that we'll look back on. When you um, sat down, you, uh, there's a footy here on set. <laughs> if anyone is watching along, you can see if you're listening, you've got a. It's actually Tom Barassa's footy. It's got Barassa written on here. We used to get. No, we used to be able to take one footy away and you had to bring it back and that's why his name's on it. But it's got the gold logo. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that was a thing? I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know for a while. I don't think I even knew after 17 and then I noticed it on all our training balls um, on our jerseys for that season, the season after. So you get the gold AFL logo, yeah. you get it on your jumper and you get it on your footies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, is that no. have you just been rolling gold merch for <laughs> just just half gold. a decade at Richmond? <laughs> now we can't even get a ball sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> we had these shock and balls for a bit, and now I think we've taken the AFL's Maccas. <laughs> They're off the Richmond bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, they jumped off quickly. Um, so 2017 happens. 2018, um, it's an interesting year. Uh, Alex Rance does his ACL in 2018. 2019. 2019, sorry. Yeah. 2018, 2018. I've gone too far ahead. 2018, you're the best side in the competition. Mm. And you won the, there's an uh, award every year that goes to the best side in the competition, McClellan the Trophy. Yeah. 2018, Richmond recipients of that. Um, so you've had a good year. You personally had a good year, but um, every year, I'll touch on this a little bit, every year you've been in and out of the team. You haven't yeah. been a... Never, never played every game. No, you no, haven't. No. But 2018, um, you're the best side, come into a prelim, just sat down with Mason Cox, so he... Had a bit to say about that game, <laughs> and you don't rock up. Yeah, yeah. right. Is, is that is that fair to say? Pretty much. Yeah, we did, we could not stop him. Like we we threw everything at him. Like we changed structures, positions, put two people on big coxie. Yeah. Um, we just could not stop him. It was just yeah. I, I don't think if we had two extra players out there that day, yeah. we would have honestly won. Um, they were just unbelievable on the day. Um, we we were off. But still, I think yeah, they just played unbelievable. We're outclassed big time. I know. Um, I know you've got he's got his media training on now. I can see it in his eyes because he's a current <laughs> player, Richmond. I'll tell you what happened. So we win that grand final, right? So the grand final week to prepare for Collingwood, you watch you usually see how the teams played the week before. Um, never told this story before, and I only thought of it just it's as good. Nathan's coming in. We watched the first fifteen minutes, minute to minute, not yeah. unclipped. Um, of Richmond. Yeah. Don't watch Collingwood. Yeah. So the instruction was do not watch Collingwood. Just watch Richmond players. Watch your line. Watch how they play. First 15 minutes of that game. And Simo just put the vision on. Yeah. That's never happened before in my career. Never happened again. And we just sat in a room and watched it. This yeah, is Monday right. before the grand final. Yeah, how good. And then he, he turned the lights back on and, and he's like, what What did you learn? And the you know, boys are throwing out, oh, you know, Collingwood, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And pretty much the point was, and I don't know if you're going to like hearing this, but yeah. pretty much was don't do what Richmond just did. Yeah, yeah. So first 10 minutes, Collingwood jumped you. Um, your mids weren't working hard. So yeah. out of the stoppage, Collingwood were just absolutely piss-bolting out. And yeah. the Richmond boys were just, just looking a bit sluggish, which meant the backs got exposed. You know, Coxie starts lightening up later in the game. But we actually watched Richmond and it was – if we'd, we'd lost the 2015 grand final three years before and we hadn't rocked up. So yeah, yeah. it's something that happens in footy games, but it was pretty much – Whatever happens, if we lose, great. But make sure you rock up and 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 play. So 
I don't know. Yeah. To share that. But we um, there's a big thing in peaking early. Dimmer reckons like if you peak early in season, yeah. he's like it's it's not what you want. And he's always said let's play our best footy late, and every year at the buyer like 17 or 13th, huh. 19 we were 11th. Yeah. This year we were oh, sorry 20 we were like 11th or something. This year we were uh, 10th. Yes. Yeah, Whereas so, 18, you were top of the ladder probably. I yeah, we won 15 in a row, I think, or 14 in a row. Flying. Um, yeah, just flying. And, does that yeah. does that game, um, you know, given people think you're the best side, um, clearly I don't think so because the grand final winner is the best <laughs> side in my mind. But does that does that motivate you for, for the, 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 the group, uh, the loss, or is it money just Not move? really, no. Nah. Yeah, it's just one you just, you just move on kind of. You rock mm. up pre-season and, and you go again and get around the boys and – um, yeah, it wasn't spoken about day one of pre-season or anything. Um, it was just, yeah, dwelling on how good of a season it was. Um, we did a lot right. Um, let's just go again. Where did you watch the grand final? Did you watch the 18 grand final? Yeah, yeah, I was with um, a couple of mates and um, Toby Green, actually, funny enough, and we were so <laughs> blind. <laughs> and um, we were, like, joking, we'll, we'll be in it next year, and we played GWS. Wow. Yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so that um, no, was pretty funny. We were legless that day. <laughs> Pretty, yeah. pretty much any game you don't play in the grand final, that usually is the case for most AFL yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, but it was fun enough the following year. Yeah. So uh, we touched on before, almost you're a three-time premiership player, but I don't know if you're not first pick, but you've been, you've been dropped. You've come you know, selection adversity. You've been injured. You never played every game in a season. Yeah, like, yeah. Is that a thing you're aware of? And like, do you, is there elements of that that you use yourself to get yourself up and get back in the team or – Go yeah, through yeah. every yeah every year it's found myself dropped uh, except for last year I got injured and missed the rest of the season yeah but um yeah it's something that motivated me every time um just to go back but I was always in bad form when I got dropped like it wasn't something that was a bit of a shock to the system yeah but um yeah it was good just went back and made my way back in and 2020 was very lucky they lost the first final if they win that first final the team probably doesn't change um so yeah a lot of things have gone my way luck wise which is very good and very very lucky do you you know, getting dropped. Do you think the coaches know that you're that sort of player, though? That actually getting dropped might might actually help you. Yeah, I think it helps a lot of players. Yeah, mm-hmm. I reckon um, you can like play seven, eight, nine games. You know, just kind of floating through, getting a game, and you know, like deep down, I'm just kind of floating along at the moment. Yeah, and I reckon getting dropped is is so good because you can save five, six games. All you need is one or two games in the VFL or waffle. Yeah, get that form back, and then you can come back in. Um, so you can you can save five or six mediocre games, I reckon, by doing that. So you win win seventeen, lose eighteen. Rancy does his ACL early um, in nineteen. Yeah. Um, which you're sort of that hybrid player. You, you can play small, but you can play tall. Does him coming out of the team mean that you're going to start playing taller around yeah. Grimes and yep. those sorts of players? Yeah, because we had Asprey, Grimes, and myself um, at that stage. So I played taller, um, and then played taller in 2020 at the start of that as well. Because um, he then, retires, Rance retires. Yeah, Rance retired um, after 2019. Yeah. So he went out and then we had to find someone else again. So Bolter came in as a back. Yep. Um, so then we had Asprey, myself and Grimes uh, and Bolter. But Bolter was a bit of a swing man. So yeah, it was a bit tall, small, tall, small, but I definitely rather small. You see my group that kind of is motivated by, you know, not proving people wrong, but, you know, so Rance goes out, does his ACL. So like... Richmond can't, Richmond can't win the grand final. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's the start of the year and Richmond can't win. It'll be all over the media. Can't win without Rance. Yeah. All Australian, blah, blah, blah. Internally, is it just like, you know, he lost a good player and a good mate, but it's also next soldier up. 
type yeah, of thing. Yeah, I think it's you know, the way we get coached is, is always good like that. But we play a system too. So yeah. some teams are one-on-one like Sydney and that. But we're, we're system-based. So you kind of never have the same matchup very much at all. So yeah. I think that helps us. Um, if the play goes down, you can fill the gaps. But I reckon if we're one-on-one... Um, it would hurt us a lot, I reckon. So 2019, okay, ends in a premiership, but something else pretty special happened that year. Um, first and only goal in your career, 2019, round <laughs> eight, Frio, Optus Stadium. Um, 38th game that was, one goal. You only kicked one goal yeah, in your career. I was playing what, second ruck. What were you doing? You, I've seen it. You were, yeah. you were, you were the deepest forward. So yeah, you were second second ruck. ruck, resting ruck. <laughs> 192 resting ruck. <laughs> Because <laughs> the vision is, is Frio's got the ball up to stadium, trying to get it in their forward line, and um, <laughs> scrimmages around. Then it's a quick transfer of play. The ball goes up, the camera flashes, and you're the deepest man. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was um, the few plays before that I was in the centre bounce, and I managed to get one against Lob. And um, the next one, I was you know pretty confident. The next one, he's jumped early and almost ended my career. Put one right in my throat. <laughs> I remember going to the bench, and Dim's on the phone. He's like. Don't you fucking jump? And he's just going off his head. Um, so then I went went straight forward the next one, and then was yeah lucky enough to get it. Um, you could have hand passed it as well. Did you know you hadn't kicked a goal and you're thirty out straight in front? You yeah, wanted I had all the, all my mates there and they up in the crowd, so I thought, oh, why True. not? Yeah, but I, I don't want another goal now. Um, yeah, had a, had a chance the other week to have one from fifty and lower the eyes. I reckon if you end your career on five or six, <laughs> it's not as good as one. Yeah, you know? so I want to finish it on one. Tom Barras is in the same areas, I reckon. Took him a long time to kick his first goal. So he's on one. Yeah, so he, yeah. in his hundredth game. Yeah, as seen here on back chat, we caught we caught it. We said, imagine the scenes if Tom Barras kicks one in his hundredth. Lo and behold, gets takes a mark um, on the wing, fifty meter penalty, takes him to the man of the mark, forty five meters out. And he dobbed it, like dobbed on his left and got a standing ovation the entire way down the field. Like, you cannot kick another goal after yeah, that. Yeah, you got to come. I you? need one closer than 45. <laughs> <laughs> you got a big leg on you. Oh, no, no. So 2019, you win. Is that redemption? Is it, or is it again? Like, yeah, I'm learning, I'm learning chatting to you. It seems like you sort of, you and the team maybe are just like, okay, that's what we're here to do. Or is it yeah, a it's a bit game? like that. No, no, it's just a bit like kind of, that's what we're here to do. Um, I think the way Dimmer speaks to us and the structure behind the way he talks um, really keeps us at a level head. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of like, we obviously celebrated and loved every bit of it, but um, it wasn't, didn't feel like a redemption or anything, no. Did you um, post-game have a chat with Toby and say, hey, remember we were watching this <laughs> no, last year? I didn't want to. Probably not the time. Nah, probably not the time, nah. <laughs> um, you what, know, yeah. that, what, that, that game, I mean, you guys won by a lot. Yeah. Surely, is there a point towards you know three quarter time, whatever? You like this is in the bag. Like, what at what point do you start celebrating? I know, I know people say like, no, not till the final siren, but surely yeah. at some point you're like, this is done. I remember it was very late. Like, it was still very late when we realised, oh, we've won this. Um, the boys were just so in the zone. Um, we sp- we actually spoke about this. Like, when did we think we we're calling it? I remember we we're doing this just like one step at a time thing, just doing this. Um, and that was like, I think we we're still doing that at the end of the third. Um, so yeah, it was probably like around the start of the last quarter. That we felt like we'd had it. Yeah, well, because you, yeah, I mean, if it was Richmond now, I probably wouldn't feel comfortable at all with all the leads we're giving up. <laughs> <laughs> you got that, got our dimmer and the boys there, assistant coaches, knowing all about that. Uh, okay, 19 win, 2020, uh, COVID, global pandemic, blah, 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 going to hubs. Um, it's a different year than ever has been seen before. And I haven't spoken to too many guys, certainly haven't spoken to anyone who won the premiership that year, but that was my last year in the game. Um, uh, I think within playing groups, 
and you can confirm or deny this, players wanted to win that one the most. Yeah. Some people would think, well, it's a compromised season and asterisks. Well, yeah, seventeen mm. games and there's less game time and being in hubs and the season was shut down. Would think, oh, it's not a big one to win. Did the Richmond Footy Club? think that what I was thinking which is maybe um, the best one when it was in Melbourne still we felt like a little bit like oh it's like it's just a dead rubber season kind of yeah. when we're still around Melbourne and then when the hubs are brought up and the reality we were moving away once we'd moved away um, and realised we were there for the season it really became like if you win this one this is the one like this would be the best one we've won um, away from family away from all this stuff um, so once we got set up in the hub and we realised we were there for more than 32 days which we were originally told <laughs> yeah correct the AFLPA meeting the big group oh, right. the group meetings you know, it won't be away for more than five weeks oh, yeah, just, just, just pack for this long you'll be fine no worries all good um, but yeah once we got settled in like we really yeah, our, our mindset changed like this is the one to win if we can win this this is huge and when you did win it was that the feeling yeah 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 we couldn't do much obviously with covid restrictions but we got fisher into the hub um and that was my next question yeah that was wild yeah fisher i mean you know who fisher is no okay so if you need to go back and have a look at my social profile i do a very good fisher impersonation i've got the same hair little dook on top a little (laughs) all right so (laughs) fish that's a big moment. I'm sorry, three premierships, but Fisher coming and playing, yeah. effectively playing. What was going on? He's just hanging out with the boys. Yeah, he just literally, like, I think Dustin knew him or whatever, or Dustin knew the Stafford brothers who were linked to Fisher. Yeah. So the Stafford brothers rocked up and Fisher. Um, and Because you were in, like, the – were you still at the Gabba in, like, a room? No, we are at our, back at our hub, yes. um, KDV Hotel, so we're back there, but – the rules were we weren't allowed to leave for like 48 hours or 24 hours or something post-granny. Yes. You had to wait this little period, but people could come in. It was real weird. Um, <laughs> so you just so, got Fisher in the play. So Dustin's like, screw it. I'm going to get Fisher to come play. And it was in our um, dining area. So the, the hotel had moved all the tables out, put in like a little DJ set. There was a smoke machine in there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was all happening. It was like, if you looked from the video at Fisher, you look like you're at a festival. But if you like looked behind the cameraman, there's just like a couple of staff, a few players' families, like a couple of kids. So like there was like probably in total, including the people watching and maybe 100 people <laughs> listening to like this huge fest, uh, fest, uh, Fisher festival. Yeah, it was Losing mad. it. The song losing it. You know, you know, you know who Fisher is. Don't I just Google it, and I have no idea. I'm not that guy. I don't know. Uh, Could someone play him? Oh, if, he was unreal too. Like he he he, he like, played for for ten thousand people. Like he, <laughs> he wasn't playing for he wasn't playing for forty people. He was sending it. So it was yeah, it was unreal. That's great. Um, where do you where do you keep your uh, three premiership medals, three premiership jumpers? Yeah, keep them with the family. The the jumpers I had in the lounge room, um, and then framed, and then you had them framed in the lounge room. Had two of them together, and then. Um, the fiance moved in and yeah, the next day they were gone <laughs> under the spare bed. <laughs> now they're in a storage unit. <laughs> so yeah, she won that battle. But um, now one day when, when we build our dream home, we'll get them put somewhere, I reckon, yeah. Um, do you, yeah, that's very good. Do you, um, what was I going to say? Uh, the, yeah, the, the medals are always a, a thing. Are they, are they different? Are they the same? They just have different years on them? Uh, I mean, no, they're the same, yeah, same message on the back, same everything, but um, they're definitely in different condition. <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are some people – what would people listening um, who haven't won a flag um, at AFL level, is there anything that people wouldn't know? Things that happen post-game, any grand final, any premiership you've won that you can think 
people wouldn't know this sort of stuff happens. Like, for instance, Fisher playing in front of <laughs> four, four people would be one of them. Um, What's something that people wouldn't know about winning an AFL premiership? You've done it three times now. Uh, I don't know. We have to do a signing day, like a memorabilia day. That's normally Wednesday, Thursday, post-granny. Yes. Um, and that's an eight-hour, nine-hour job. Oh, you'd know, obviously. Yeah. Um, Nine hours of signing signatures. Yeah, because we hadn't won one in 37 years. Um, the memorabilia <laughs> company are like, this is the biggest one we've ever done. And you can imagine the state of the boys four or five days post-granny. <laughs> Not well. <laughs> Not well at all. Um, so, yeah, that, that's pretty um, – yeah, it starts off pretty tedious, but it's pretty funny by the end. Did you get to meet the Prime Minister? No, no, I didn't get – did you – ScoMo came in uh, – I, I – I almost can't remember it because, yeah, again, yeah. it was four days post. Um, my one and only, so made the most of it. Uh, signing session, there's just like piles of jumpers everywhere. Apologies to anyone who got a hold of one of those. <laughs> Probably not some of my best work I've put together. <laughs> um, we're in there and kind of all these security guards started rolling in. I was like, what's going on here? Are they raiding the joint or what's happening? ScoMo rolls in and we yeah, all right. got a photo with ScoMo. I've never seen the photo though. I've actually never seen I'm sure... He was there though. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, we, sure? didn't, we didn't get Scomo. Nah. <laughs> any, mate, any. You got Brandon Flowers. You meet? Do you hang out with Brandon, the from the Killers? The- oh no, nah, he didn't come in or anything either. No, I didn't even know that was happening with Raywell. No one did. He just planned so, that himself. So I'm gonna ask that. So Jack's just rolled up and he's gone up and sing with the Killers, has he? I, I think it was pre-Granny planned. If we win, um, <laughs> was that seventeen? Yeah, seventeen. Yep, pre-Granny. So he's putting that together pre. Pre, yeah. So you see what he's had? Pretty relaxed <laughs> life down in Richmond. <laughs> Absolute underdogs, yeah. but he's just going to plan it anyway. Yeah, sorry guys, uh, just letting you know I'll be uh, up on stage singing with the Killers. Yeah, get this one done. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jack. Again, now I've finished up. I can say this: kicked ten goals on me one day, and um, not my most favourite player, only because of that moment. But he's yeah. like a good bloke. I've mean, done that to me a few packy games. <laughs> yeah, let's get to say, yeah. what's that like? It's like the Josh yeah. Kennedy for me, right? Yeah, yeah. Training him kick ten every weekend on me. Yeah, no, it happens a bit. Good, um, good bloke to learn off. Yeah, great defender. bloke. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, you know, he can come across maybe on the footy field as an angry um, type of bloke, but he's, he's a legend, yeah, real caring. Um, footy trips are always good post-granny. Back to your other question. Yeah, correct. Yeah, we, we had, we've had one every year, except for 2020, obviously. But So how do you do that at Richmond? How do you... Oh, this is, in 17, this yes. is how good we were going. We booked footy trip prelim week. Prelim week. <laughs> and then... Bullshit. <laughs> swear to God. I swear to God. We booked a footy trip prelim week. Um, and then we had like 33 blokes, 30 blokes coming on footy trip. And we've had to call a travel agent. <laughs> You're going to have to move 30 flights, 30 accommodation. Absolute disaster for her. But she, she did it. Um, Where'd you go? Went to Hong Kong. Do you need um, to give her yeah. a shout out? Or no? uh, yeah, Hello World down in uh, South Melbourne there. Perfect. Janine. Very good, um, Janine. Janine. Yeah, yeah. She's a trooper. So she's doing our one this year too. So, But um, we went to Hong Kong that year. It was yeah, awesome. Are we expecting a business class upgrade for Brody for the <laughs> shout out there? Yeah, exactly Janine. right. So what what date to- is it planned for this? This year when we're going to Thailand again. We went to Thailand in um 18 19 post grand final, yeah, yeah. It's book- well, maybe we should book it for prelim, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now, nah, post granny, we've got it booked for, yeah. Oh, I've heard I've heard rumors across the AFL that that Richmond um fundraise probably the best uh for the footy trip. You boys put a you know a fair bit of effort into it. Is that around the the connection piece and being yeah. together as a group. Yeah, Sean Grigg handed over footy tripping and, and fundraising to myself. Wow. Um, yeah, back when he retired. So Tell I'll, us about it. What yeah, goes into it? it's good. We do comedy today. So we um, go down to the Comics Lounge and get about five comedians and 
Um, we sell tickets, um, to entry tickets, um, bring some auction items, do a massive big raffle. And um, this year we got Rancy back to do a bit of a um, Q&A in that. And oh, I thought you were going to say a bit of comedy. <laughs> yeah, well, he should do. It was, it was comedy. He's, um, yeah, for anyone that knows Rancy's a loose unit. Um, so it was a great day. It was awesome. So we raised money. We give part proceeds to charity and then, yeah, the players take the rest. So What sort of auction items are we talking about? You know, jumping into the into the locker and pulling out some yeah, we d- had, dirty um, boots. We had some real good auction prizes this year that um, went okay, and then we had a pair of Dustin Martin match-worn boots that just went outrageous. So um, that was that was pretty wild. Yeah, um, but we had some good auction items. Yeah, who runs the auction? Not one of the boys. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rancy runs it. Yeah, yeah. So we get Rancy taking bids up no, front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just up on stage. Yeah, doing the auction. Um, yeah, he's just mad. So he did the, he did the raffle, the auction, and two Q and A's. Is he coming on the footy trip? No. Nah. <laughs> Do you have any past players going on, or just the- Nah, we we um we have a chaperone, which um we had the first year we had a Van Marich um past player yes. um, it's safe to say Ivan Marich um, joined in on the uh, <laughs> chaperone he was, he was a useless chaperone <laughs> if anything went wrong he was going to help no one so I think the club the following year gave him the tap on the shoulder and said you're not coming and no past players going um, so we've got our boxing coach who comes now yeah yes. so he comes along and he stays pretty level headed which is good what about the footy club you've always got your meals sorted you've got breakfast and lunch and dinner being provided for you pretty much yeah we, we poached um, Geelong's dietitian this year and she's good. a guru so um, we do a sausage sizzle on Mondays after games um, we've got a buffet there and as of this week we've started breakfast buffet so seven bucks so good yeah, go hash upstairs. Yeah, everything: bacon, eggs, hash browns, tomatoes. What have, we, what have we been eating here for? We should have been headed down the ridge. <laughs> We're getting looked after real well. Seven there. bucks, seven bucks. Yeah. So if anyone's listening, want to uh, jump down to the Richmond Footy Club <laughs> in the morning? Seven buck buffet. Pay pass, come on down. <laughs> I, to be honest, though, I, I feel like charging players seven bucks for breakfast is a bit steep. Like, why wouldn't you just put it, Chuck on? it on for Look, us? Look at the club's biggest club in the country. Yeah, that's a fair, fair point, yeah. Well, before this dietitian, it was, um, I don't know how we kept weight on. She was slim pickings, the odd apple and that laying around. But um, yeah, it's definitely made a big boost. Uh, no, that's the thing though. Like, I mean, we, like sometimes we'd have lunches done, similar thing, you pay 15, 20 bucks. I mean, it is 45 people. You know, there's not many workplaces that just put food on for the employees, is there? No, but... Do you get that at the ABC? They put a nice slather of buffet breakfast down yeah, there for you? That's all the uh, taxpayer dollars. What, 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 what did you ever receive food-wise from the ABC? Um, maybe a mint, if I ask someone nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Floating around. Um, what about Brendan Gale and Peggy O'Neill? Like, it, it, it's you know, touted you know, widely you know, how much of an impact they've had, but what about as a player? Have they, have they impacted the footy club? Yeah, big time. Yeah, I don't know about other clubs, but people will probably see those two roles as excluded from the playing group. You know, yeah. don't don't mingle, don't interact as much, but they interact just as much as anyone. Brennan Gale's still a player at heart. He can't help himself but come down all the time. <laughs> does he ever, um, get the, ever get the ruck pad on and get him out of training? <laughs> Barmy does some. Well, Barmy has a Neil few Barm. words. He's still floating around. <laughs> <laughs> put, the, he's, put the specky bag on, Barmy. Oh, get he's, out. he's mad, Barmy. But, um, yeah, Peggy comes in. It's her last year, unfortunately, because she can only serve so many years, but she's an absolute legend. Yeah. Yeah, she's a ripper. Um, what about Backman? A couple more questions here. Backman. You're a Backman. Um, we actually uh, – Charlie, can you um, just flick the, a couple of those – I know your ankle's broken there, mate, but if you can grab them while I have a chat to Broadie here. we got – I want to talk to you about Backman at your footy club. Who's the, who's the grumpy Backman? Who's the real Backman? Like, who, who are we talking about that, okay, you say you don't get your matchups and you play a bit of a zone sort of thing, not like Sydney, but the Backman for me, and I reckon across most football clubs – 
they're very different to midfielders and forwards. Yeah, club within a club. Correct. Yeah. So tell me about the back line at Richmond. Who's the leader? Who's the um, grumpy ones? Who, who, who who's tells, blaming everyone else? Who blames the midfield? Nick Vossen's very grumpy with with umpires. Um, very grumpy, but not towards his players. And then we've got Grimesy who can um, get pretty fired up. But Rancy was the man. He was always he was always the general down there barking. Um, but it's it's quietened down a little bit. It's pretty calm down there now. We have got Robbie Tarrant, who's just like absolute legend. Very humble. Um, just goes about his business. But at the moment, we've got like ten backs in the side. We've got Baker up forward now. We've we've yes. got uh, Short in the midfield. Yeah. Um, we've got someone else in the wing. Uh, Hugo Earl Smith's going a bit of wing. So, yes. it's, yeah, it's good. The backs are going well. We've got 10, 10 in the starting 22. So That's why Richmond's <laughs> just started getting yeah, better. Yeah, we're, we're, getting more back, we're getting more and more backs in the so, team. <clears throat> this is Backchat, right? This is our emblem, some new merch out. Backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. So, this is one of our... You can talk it through. Down, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, that one says, it was the midfield's fault. Is um, that quoted by me? Uh, that's quoted by <laughs> yours truly, actually, Will Schofield. Because so, I've, uh, I've said that a few times. Great. So that can be yours. We've got a whole bunch of them over here. We've got the, uh, we've got the back chat, Backman's Club. These are unreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very good. Then there's a few other colours, some other things. We've got, um, we've got what's jumpers for you. We've got jumpers yep. for you. So we're going to need you to distribute these to the Richmond boys. We've, got, we've had a few. We've got down at Hawthorne, down at Essendon. Just want the backs to have them. None, none of yeah. these... Fly by Chop night nah. None of these, um, you know, Griffin Logan, Fremantle, for instance, he's been up, he's been kicking goals up. No, none of that. Nah. Backman. <laughs> there's only, there's not many left. Backman, Backman. Correct. There's but myself, you know, Grimes, correct. Floston, and Tarrant. I reckon. Done. We got yep. four. We got yeah. four things for oh, us. Andrew Rolly, Rolly's he's loyal now. Uh, is he? Yeah, he's loyal as they come now. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> if I see, if, if we give Daniel Rioli something. <laughs> And I fucking see him in the midfield or forward. He is to send our shit back. Posted back. He's actually kicked a goal every week at the moment. But yeah, that's from back. Yeah, that's coming. Promise. Yeah, promise. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to come for you. This changes. <laughs> that's very good, mate. Um, we're going to get to the last bit, which is social media. Not social. Scotial. Yeah, I like it. See what we did there? Yeah, see what you did there. Okay, yeah, some really high class stuff going on here. So, <laughs> social, me- social media is where the guests are asked questions by the fans. You've heard enough from Dan and I. The fans send the questions in. I actually sent out a couple of um, messages to a couple of contacts I have. You got donuts. I actually got donuts. Yeah. I asked for dirt on you. How much? You got, have you got a hit list out that anyone gives any dirt? I've got nothing back. Davo's probably too scared that I'll put the dirt back on him. <laughs> he would do one of them. There's plenty of Davis dirt yeah. rolling around. Um, he's actually been quite poor with that. So, anyway, we'll get to the fans. Here we go. Mrs. Loza Carbone. Uh, would you come back west? And if you did, Eagles or Dockers? Um, <laughs> I'd only come back if Richmond told me my time was up um, and I could continue playing on over in the west. Um, and then which club? Oh. No, I'm not too fazed to it. Maybe West Coast. There you yeah, go. Yeah, right in the heart. Yes. Yeah, Freo's a bit too far down for my liking. Yeah, correct. <laughs> You're a country boy. You country, North yourself, Country, yeah. Describe yourself as a country boy. Oh, Dongra. Yeah, yeah Dongra, okay, yeah. good. We like that. Or Wuben. Um, I mean, he's ticking a lot of boxes here. West Australian, Backman, country. Very good guest. Ryan underscore Greeny. Uh, having played in three grand finals, is it true backs win premierships? Yeah, 100%. Sammy, yeah. do you reckon you- Backs do a lot of things. Can you, there's, we got, we've got one specifically <laughs> for this. Backs do a lot of things, but is it true that backs win premierships? Yeah, yeah. hands one. down. The red one there over there, Sammy. So we've got something here for you. This, is, this I think, will be yours, Brody. I think you're going to have to wear this one with pride. Got a nice jumper for you. Um, but this T-shirt, again, backchatpodcast.com.au <laughs> forward slash merch. If you're a backman Call and right this, now. this is uh, appropriate to you, I just want you to read this into the mic, please, Brody. You read out what this says. 
forward sell memberships, mid sign sponsorships, back win premierships. Right, no, never a true word said. My man. <laughs> never as a true you, word As you said. heard from Nathan Ball, backs win premierships. Very good. Uh, Backshoutpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. That's right. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> Tim underscore KK. Uh, who did you support growing up? Uh, Bombers. Yeah, just handed down from the old man. Um, yeah, Bombers loved him. Favourite player? Um Johnson, the Johnson brothers both played there. I loved them. Elwin Davy, yeah, Mark. Elwin Davy, Elwin Davy, yeah, used to love him. Gun, and then, yeah, and then James Herb, but that's just you know, yeah, cliche. Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't, we don't like cliches. No, no cliches. Oscar ninety four. Uh, Sonny's on Grand Final Parade. Yes or no? Sonny's on Grand Final Parade. <laughs> um, yeah, why not? Yeah, got to give um, uh, uh, what is it, Rixie's, uh, Rixie's, <laughs> Rick's eyewear. I think Tommy Sheridan bloody <laughs> oh, flings out about eighty pairs of sunnies come that that time of the year. Still so. actually waiting for my pair of Rixes if you are listening, Tommy. I think uh, we give you my address. I'll send it through to you. You can have a listen. Um, Paul four L's. Uh, do you reckon Scoey and the Eagles interrupted the Richmond flag dynasty? Uh, no, I was pretty wrapped that they won it, to be honest, because um, we, we definitely were winning it after getting belted by the Pies. Um, so I'm glad it went west because we wouldn't have heard the end of it if it yeah, stuck around. As soon as the uh, next day, it's just business as usual. Is that how that yeah. works? If, if Collingwood had a one, it's probably not the greatest... You know, no, having you another just, you want to get out of the state. Yeah, yeah you want to you want to get out. So we looked after time. you. Yeah, he did. Hundred percent, he did. Oh, yep. That's that's good a thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you for okay, those boys. <laughs> Jordan Vasolo underscore. Um, this isn't a question, mate. It's just a statement. This guy is an automatic fifteen plus touches. I love this bloke. <laughs> Not on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> uh, we'll finish off on this one. I think same as four three nine. Uh, top three best and worst golfers at the club. Oof. Rewalt's off. One and a half. Is he? Uh, yeah. How many games of golf is he slotting in? None. Yeah, it's sickening. Yeah, and then he just he has he so had a rule when the kids before the kids came play as much as you want. Once the kids comes, it's all over. So he hadn't played around in like seven months, and then comes out and shoots like five over. So it's just yeah. It so he's one of those me. blokes. It so Mark, Mark McCrae is that guy at West Coast. Yeah, just an annoying human being. Yeah, it's annoying. Pick yeah. up a club, do that. Bang, Pick up yeah. a bat. I hadn't racket. played for two weeks. Had a hit two days ago. Jesus Christ. I did some shots you wouldn't even think of. So do you play? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm playing. Um, there's, a, there's a golf culture now, which is building slowly. We've probably got maybe nine or ten. Um, the hub started that. Um, we yes. had a big oval there and just smacked golf balls around. Um, so there's some boys coming up. Baker's off six. Um, Graham's off ten. Um, okay, Richmond. Yeah, so what? there's some yeah, some good golf culture going around. We should have a, like an AFL golf tournament. Yeah, I'd be all for it. 100%. It'd be unreal. Oh, I hate golf. I've got no temperament for it. No good. No, nah. there's a few blokes like that that, uh, yeah. You know the types. We, we played Back the other day with, um, we got the first years, did like a first years camp. Um, and just midway, I just went down south with them. And then um, the following day, played at Portsea Golf Club. So we had um, four groups, 16 players. And then as we're playing along, um, we get to like the halfway and there's like six bikes gone. They just got in the car and drove back to Melbourne. Fuck <laughs> 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 this, they reckon. <laughs> I would have been driving one of those yeah, cars. Gone, yeah. It's a stupid fuck this. Yeah, they were gone after nine. Brody, thanks for your time, mate. 
No, um, no worries. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. No, uh, no, you're a busy man. Hopefully, you make it four here at Richmond. Uh, you can leave this. T- you can leave this scarf here, though, mate. We're going to set you up with some merch. Beautiful. Appreciate it all, all, mate. Thank you very much. No, no, no worries. Thank you. You know where to find us. Backchat, double underscore across socials. Backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch for everything that you. We're going to be Richmond merch, I reckon. We get a this little gold logo when they win the fourth yes. flag and they're wearing the Backman merch. And be like, how do we win this? It was the Backchat merch. That's right. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I'm getting carried away. Um, <laughs> thanks to our patrons. Thanks to our uh, supporters and sponsors. Whippersnapper. Uh, Blue Bet, Shelter, Muggle River Roasting Co. and Leadable Cameras. Uh, that's just about a wrap for Melbourne back chat as well. It's been fun over here. Mm, very fun. Absolutely loved it. Thanks, Gordy. Thanks, mate. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.